Hello and welcome to the Inside Zone podcast here on the Brick Cave Blitz. Uh, you're here with me, your regular co-host Connor Taunton and guest host and producer Smith. How you doing, lad? All right? I'm good, man. I'm good. Uh, obviously, we're going to speak about one that was a bit of a shitter for me, but I'm, I'm okay. Well, I, I, by that, you mean that the, the Falcons-Lions special that we're going to do is, um, yeah, is a little close to your heart. Um, honestly, I... Tom, I, uh, do, you, do you want to start us off on this one, mate? Yeah. Um, why not? Why not? They're just, they're just two teams that are quite similar, the way they play. Um, Lions are a bit... I'd say they're a bit further on in their uh, rebuild where they're turning it around to like playoff contenders. The Falcons have obviously this is the first time they've been able to spend some actual money on defense for they finally got like 10 years. They finally got rid of Matt Ryan's contract and Julio Jones's contract and they've actually spent some money, got a, dec- a, a decent DC in from the Saints and then basically got every free agent they could from the Saints as well to help them out. Yeah, um, just a bit. There's just a bit of a lack of quality between the teams. I think. Definitely. Not the Falcons, anyway. Yeah, no, I, I'm with you, mate. I think I think watching the game, um, we talked a little bit about this off air. Um, I mean, it, they are just they are so similar. The difference is, like, I, I mean, you go back three years, you wouldn't have said this, but Jared Goff seems to be the difference. Like. In pre-season, we talked about um, who I, I personally thought that the Falcons, if they'd have gone and got Derek Carr, would have been a lot better position. I think that sort of bore out yesterday. Because Ritter missed a couple of passes. Um, he shouldn't be missing, and Derek Carr doesn't miss those. Um, I'm not saying that Derek Carr's the, the the answer to everything, but I do think that, you know, that was what... that. Straight away, we're looking at quarterback being a major a major factor in this game. Um, how did it feel from a, a Falcons fan point of view, Smith? Yeah, like yeah, the, I mean that's extremely accurate. The fact that the the main difference really to me uh, was the fact that we don't really have a quarterback. We have essentially another bit of a, a bit of a runner. That's it. Um, I mean, like defensively wise, I don't think we held up too great, uh, especially after you know the week before when we played the uh, Packers. Anything we did amazing, especially against you know a team that we expect to run quite a lot. I thought you know as a team that is specialising more in the run with Robinson and Algier and I know Patterson's injured at the moment, but I feel like we should be able to defend a lot better against the run. So it wasn't great. Let's let's dive in there because that's an interesting point that you bring up, right? Um, one for me that I think I, I'm not I'm not sure where you'll sit on this, mate. But and I, and I can't wait to get your take on this. So from what I from the, from how I understood that game, you were set up beautifully against the run. They did not do well against the run until the third and fourth quarter. Um, and the problem was you were that committed to stopping the run that um, that you were just left open. So when you dropped when you dropped guys out into zone, Goff just picked you apart, and that's where the difference was that I alluded, I alluded to at the start about quarterback. Um, Goff 
Goff was able to pick those pieces apart quite easily because you were so wide open because you you sold out to stop the run. Um, what, what do you think on that one? Yeah, I think it's it, it's one of them things. Who, who do you end up playing the most? You play your own offense as a defense. Falcons are that good against the run that it turns out that the defense is pretty good against the run. And then they've obviously not great against the pass, so then they've not really had much practice against decent passes. They just they just struggled with pressure. They just couldn't get any pressure on golf. Yeah, they but, couldn't. But I think run blocking, the size they've brought in on the from the D line with uh, Calais Campbell and Anya Mata, like they just they've just gone for beef, haven't they? Yeah, and it, it worked. It worked to treat the the linebackers were so aggressive, but susceptible to the uh, play action. And there is, there, you know, there is some hope there. Definitely, like you know that. They are a good run-stuffing team, but they were too negative. Defensive scheme-wise, they were dropping out. I don't, unfortunately, I haven't got those numbers through yet um, about the amount of times that they were playing cover two, uh, cover four. It was so, so negative, so passive, defending the pass. Like It was like, play-calling-wise from a DC, if, he, if it was run, whenever they called run up until the... Th- up until the third quarter, that they were on, that that the Falcons were on it. They 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 had the run defense, but that that because they were behind, problems came out because okay, we'll switch to adjusting to the pass, and then and then they ran it. And I think the big difference was on defensive play calling. Um, I really do. I, th- I think that was that was a major factor in it. You look at like I mean, we can go into the O lines in a little bit, but. The the the, um, the Lions had only had two sacks in two games, and then what they pick up seven last night. Yeah, seven, seven for sixty-two yards of loss. And and, it, and it's supposedly a strength the old line of um, of Atlanta. Yeah, it's supposed to be. Yeah, so I I mean for them to come and they've they've obviously worked on that brilliantly, and it's just for me it's a testament testament to the DC and the and the coordinator uh, and the coaching staff that they were able to identify. Where they were going wrong and put it right in a week. Um, yeah, I don't. I, I, I mean, where do you want to tag onto that, Smith? Talk to me about uh, about that, about the defensive, about the defensive scheme improvements and your O line struggles and what you thought. What you thought? Well, I was going to say, like, like you said before, like they, they held quite quite well until the set, like third and fourth quarter. And to me, I don't think the Falcons are. A, like they're not a great second half team. The amount of times I've seen them, you know, cut, like be ahead by a score, and then in, they get in the second half and they blow it. Oh, the ultimate. I mean, sorry, mate, to to bring it back, but we all know what happens to a twenty-eight-three Falcons lead. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we. I mean, it is quintessential Falcons, isn't it? But I don't think that this was a little bit different because they were just. I don't think that they were. Ever in the game, and because of, I don't. I, yeah, I, just, I mean, I'm, to me, like on both sides of the field, I just felt like we weren't uh, aggressive enough, or like a, a bit ballsy enough. Like w- when we played the Packers the week before, there were a few times that we like made calls that you know seemed a bit ballsy at times, but sort of paid off. The Lions are that ballsy team and put everything they have into everything. I feel like if if we're not a team to do that, we don't stand a chance. No. Well, weighing in on this? 
Yeah, there's, they've, I mean, they've still got a way to go. They do obviously there's a big jump from the how they were last year to how they're playing now on defense. Obviously, they spent money, which helps. Jesse Bates was really good. Jesse Bates is Jesse Bates, man. Oh, such a such a good player. What a guy. Yeah, it just I think it just the main difference was just Goff, wasn't it? Like, and I'm in They could, go, they could go from they realized the run wasn't working, so they went to play action and just an actual passing game, whereas. The Falcons don't really have that to lean on yet. Well, it's one of them. You're just looking at the the, Q, the QB draft from this year uh, that, that's coming out. Like you, you're just checking out who can, uh, if Riddick can do it, and if not, it's time to move on, isn't it? Yeah, they're not exactly in a win now sort of vein, are they? Well, that's no. not that's not the Falcons. It's not a win win now mentality. And they do have pieces like I like that. Um, what was it? Is it Ellis, uh, the linebacker yeah, defender? Is it uh, Caden Ellis? Yeah, yeah. he was. Yeah, he was everywhere. He was. Unfortunately, he ain't great pass defense, but run defense. Oh yeah, love it. Yeah. But then again, I mean, like I'm not putting it on him. I do think that it was a case of they were schemed up wrong. Mm. So like, like I, I don't. Who, who's calling the the defensive plays there in Atlanta at the moment? I don't know what his name is. He's a uh, he was he was an assistant on the Saints. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah something I, I think. Hey, um, yeah, sure. Just not me anyway, and I, and I know it's only me. It's only my opinion. Just I think they were just out completely outmatched by the Falcons on the field and on the sideline as well. The Falcons by the Lions. Sorry, um, I just I, I don't know. Um, come, where do you want to go next with this? Where where do you want to where do you want to dig? Dive on you want to talk O lines, you want to talk D lines, you want to talk routes. What, what do you want to talk? Uh, well, should we just we'll just break it down from we'll do it for like our MVPs. We'll start with like the Lions offense and okay, it around like that. And we talk. Sounds like a plan. Sounds like a plan. Where are you going first for Lions offense? So, I did have for the longest time, Goff was going to be my MVP for the offense just because he was the difference maker. I mean, he still threw the pick, but and and when you look at the stats at the at the end of it, rather than just the eye test, like his stats were just they were just basically average. But the fact that he didn't have a run game and that it was just that middle of the field, it was just Laporta, Laporta and Amon Ra. Middle of the field was just wide open all game. So and he just diced them up, didn't he? He did, and it was lovely. It was all off play action. It was just so. Falcons couldn't have made it easier for him, but let's try. I mean, I'm trying not to pour on too much, mate. Sorry, sorry, Smith. I'm trying, I'm trying not to pour on too much. <laughs> Don't worry. It, it was like it was like they were literally played into the Lions' hands for play action. So I'm I'm gonna go with. Um, I, I personally think Laporta's the one. I don't see how. Like, for me, he was the MVP um, because because he's just a rookie. A rookie, I know he's at Iowa and at N University and all that stuff. He's still got to come in and deliver. And in fact, in fact, like they lost TJ Hawkinson, who who is a stud tight end uh, last year. Uh, and I, I just thought he's always free, but he's got a, he's got such a good understanding. He's for his touchdown. It's like that double move. Um, and he's running a corner out, isn't he? But he looks like he's running a post and switches it up to running a corner. And um, and that's so good. 
That's so good to be able to do that. I was, I was so impressed. He just knew how to shift him. It's like, okay, yeah, he was he schemed up and all that, but you still got to make those plays and make those moves. And I just thought that, like, on the day, I know, like, I know, like you say, you can talk about golf, but on the day for me, Laporte was just it, it, that. That sort of, you know, that, that's like a statement game, isn't it? A breakout game for him there. He's, he, for me, I know it's only against the Falcons' day. Yeah, for me, I thought that was a breakout performance for the guy. And any advances on that? So we've got... You are, who do you say, Con? You're going with Goff? No, Goff was my initial, but I changed it to Amonra. Right. Well, Amonra. At the end of the, well, after I'd seen the stats after the eye test, after rewatching it, uh, I seen he had over 100 yards, and I was like, yeah, that, that's it for me. So Amonra was mine. Well, what do you think, Smith? Why don't you tell us who, who you thought, although this might be a tough one. So, like, the most annoying thing is my, mine were between them both, <laughs> Laporta and Amon Ra. The main reason, though, I would uh, lean in towards Amon Ra more, though, is because he is just a threat everywhere on the field. And even in, like, he's a good blocker for a receiver. So I, I think... I'll, a lot of the time, he's able to help other receivers get open, like you know, maybe block for Laporta as well. Oh yeah, I, I mean, there's no questioning how he's an all-round guy, and he wants to do more. He's got that, you know, because he's the younger sibling. I just think you know, sometimes you get the younger siblings that are, um, are better. They're just they want it more because they've had to, you know, they've been kicked that much. Either older siblings, um, and, and I just, you know, he's got Equimenius sent round. Um, who's decent in his own right, uh, but Amon Ra is 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 going to be a, a stud for a long time in this league, I think. Yeah. Um, so if we we rule on the on the two to one sort of vote thing, if that's what you want to go with, guys, and you want to call our Lions MVP uh, on offense, you want to you want to want to call that. To, um, so Amon Ra, I'm not going to argue. I'm not going to complain. I, I think he was class. Yeah, I just felt that Laporte was Laporta was just was just it, it was game changing for him for me. Um, and from a rookie, that was a little bit different. But I'm happy to go with that. Sent Brown, you know, he's obviously is he going to be a top five receiver this year? Probably. I don't know. But, but yeah, it's okay. Let's let's carry on. What what do we need to do? What else do we need to do? Defensive, uh, offensive MVP for the um, for the Falcons. This was a rough one, wasn't it? <laughs> I mean, that's a rough one because they're all a bit shit on the day. So yeah, it was a bit. Yeah, it was an interesting one. I I put it down to I went for Pitts just because when the ball was actually thrown in his vicinity, he did manage to get a hand on it or two. So he did have some. I mean, he led the team in yards. I think I don't think it was receptions as well. Oh. He had nine like, targets, five receptions. He went for um, eight point two a catch. Um, eight point two catch and the longest of sixteen yards. So he was missed four times. Um, oh, it, one of them was really bad as well. Play action yeah. early on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he beats the safety for the post and just throws it right over his head. Yeah. And that's that's sort of when I thought to myself, oh, it's going to be a long day for the Falcons. <laughs> yeah, he's going. He's going to Kelsey if he catches that. Yeah, he um, it, that I, I'm I'm in agreement with Kyle Pitts. Um, I, exactly the same reasoning, mate. I thought that 
I thought that Pitts, this is the first time I've seen him look to Pitts in a leading way. Um, and, yeah, it, it, it just it, to me, it just felt like it could have been Kyle Pitts' day with a better quarterback, and that's what set me off on the Derek Carr vibe and all that stuff. But, um, yeah, I, I did. I thought I thought that that was that was a very good opportunity for for Kyle Pitts to put some numbers up finally, and he just didn't do it because not because of anything he did, but because it was missed. Um, so I, I agree, with Kyle Pitts. Unless Smith, you can change any of us minds. Who would you have gone with? No, I mean, I mean, it's it's hard to choose one out of the you know quite poor performances of the day, and really, the, if I'm going to go off stats because that's the only way I feel like I can do it, Kyle Pitts is the leader. Um, I, I yeah, so I I would happily go with Pitts for that. Okay. Well, just one, I forgot to mention this before, so Kyle Pitts will agree on that. Just let's double that. Go back to the 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 Lions' offensive play that we talked about, right? I just let me. So this was Amon Ra. Twelve targets, nine catches, hundred and two yards, twenty yard longest, no tuddies. Sam mm-hmm. Laporta, eleven targets, eight catches, eighty four yards, forty five was his longest, and a touchdown. You know, just saying that it, it was wow. I, I, I just you know just let's just let's. You know, give give Laporta the credit where credit's due. Amon Ra was great, but I think that it, they were using him in all kinds of different ways. I like to see him in the flat. But yeah. Um. In fact, on that note, here's something I wanted to bring up, and I almost forgot. I'm glad. I'm glad we've sort of gone on to this. Why do both of these teams not have a quick passing game? Oh, I don't know. I, don't know. I, I honestly don't know at all. Is, did that not? Did that not cross your mind watching it? Like none of them can throw screens. Not none of them can. The slant that Abram Ra gets caught on for a first down in the third quarter is like it's it's not like a, a one yard slant. It's like an eleven yard slant. Do you know what I mean? It's not it's not it's not a quick hitter. He wait, he waits till he goes behind the linebacker and picks him off there. I don't. I think if I, if I'm looking at these two teams because the Falcons will probably finish second in their division and um and. The Lions will probably win their division, in, in, you know, because I mean the the Packers got away with one yesterday. Because again, talking about Derek Carr again, Derek Carr got injured and the Packers were seventeen nil down at that point. But anyway, right, I don't think without a quick passing game you can get away with anything. And and I'm not saying that the Lions can't um, can't get up uh, sorry can't block quick enough i actually don't think that the receivers can get open and i don't think goff's release is quick enough uh, i i don't know i don't I, I don't know if we've anyone's talked about jared goff's release time but i'd love to know what stats were on it if anyone can text in <laughs> and let and let us know what they are but do you know what i mean does that does that does that resonate with anybody is that a point to mention what these two teams are going to struggle against the better teams because they've no quick game or against the pass rush is more what I'm more what I'm getting about. Yeah, I don't think like they had, they had uh, the Lions had a lot of uh, change on the line, didn't they? Moving around pieces, and I don't think they were. Uh, I think they were a bit lucky that they were playing the Falcons. To be honest, I think if they played a team with a decent pass rush, it'd have been a bit of a different story. I think. I think the only time they'd complete something really short was when they had Amon Ra in the backfield, and he just. He, 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 like, it was, that was like three, four yards, but that was really one play through <laughs> the entire that's game. It. That's it. That's what I'm saying. 
But I don't. I think that they are going to struggle with those because I don't know if it's on Goff's release because we were praising Goff, right? Fair enough. But I just just to look at it from another perspective is that do they have a quick game? The Falcons don't because they can't pass protect for some reason. It's not again. It's not. It's like you know. It's not exactly the the, the amazing. You're not. You're not playing the Ravens or you're not playing. You know, Bosa or anything like that. It's it's you're coming up against against a team that that had only had two sacks in two games. So do you know what I'm saying, like Smith? I, 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 where, where, what do you think? Like the lack of a quick game is gonna gonna hurt you? Is it because of the blocking? Is it because Rid, Ridder doesn't hold on to the ball too long? Is it because your receivers can't get open in the short in short yardage? Uh, are you taking the checkdowns? I mean, are you not scheme right for that? For that, what what's why? Where, where's the issue there for you? See, like, I, I think it's a, a mix of everything. I, th- I do think the biggest problem is that he holds on to the ball too long. I don't know if it's just him not being sure about things um, and trying to be safe, but then, you know, not giving him a sauce, so he ends up taking the fucking sack instead. It's a, a weird one. Like, I know in the first uh, week, there was a few quick passes to Bijan, and he was able to, you know, sidestep get quite quite good yardage for us. I don't understand where that type of like play action has gone. We've decided that we we want to try and be a throwing team when we're clearly not. And it takes way too long for the receivers to get into the open spots that Ridder seems to be comfortable throwing to, so he just keeps hold of it. And yeah, I, I don't know what's going on with the O line as well, because like you said, we're supposed to have a decent O line, but taking seven sacks in a single game from a team that isn't, you know, spectacularly known for getting shitloads of sacks, like say, like you know, the Steelers with TJ Watt and stuff like that, it's a bit uh, embarrassing. It's not what you'd expect. Um, again, against against the Lions, can't you got anything on that? You just, uh, I don't, I just, I know he's meant to be some sort of genius, this um, Arthur Smith. To struggle against the Lions when, I mean, the Lions are good, absolutely, but there's, there's, they're not the best teams out there. If you want to be, I just think he's in year four now, is he? Is it four? Yeah. Uh, Smith or something like that. It's just, there's just not much, not much there, is there, to go off. He seems to just struggle. I think they tried to just be too clever. And they were just like, oh, we're going to just keep, like the first drive was, Two play actions and a straight pass, straight drop back. And they got blown up on all of them. I don't know. It just seemed a bit disjointed on offense. Play calling wasn't good, was it? It's, and that's both just, sides of the know, ball. For some reason, they just decided to smash Bijan up the middle and not actually throw in the ball much. I mean, I looked at the run game, right? And let, let's let's talk about run games because you've got Jameer Gibbs and you've got um, Bijan. Uh, you've also got Tyler Algiers and Montgomery as well, who were also good runners. Um, I think Tyler Algiers actually he did quite well when, he, when it, with limited snaps. Um, anyway, um, so everyone, most teams in the NFL will base will base um, or any football will sort of base what they do off a of play, and it seemed like both of them were running stretch. And go and play action off stretch to try and draw him in, and, and where it worked, the, the the Lions actually got more joy off the play action off it. Um, 
because their old line could open up and they could like pull block. They were pulling blockers and getting it right on the backside, and the tight end was state was doing a bit. But I just like they used twelve personnel a bit. The Lions didn't they? Um, I'd, I'd I'd love to see again. I don't have the numbers on that yet. That to see how many snaps that they actually used twelve personnel in. But I definitely know it was it was it was significant anyway. Um, but yeah, so go, so going. I mean, you see, you see how many times they ran stretch, and they just both teams were running it, and and nothing was happening. And instead of in like, so the difference here, like we talk about the play calling with Arthur Smith, the difference here was that the Lions went, okay, well we'll go play action off it, and 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 set up Amon Ra and Laporta, and who's the other guy? Um, Raymond. I thought Raymond was open quite a bit as well. To be fair, um, and and the and whereas the um. The Falcons just didn't do anything. They just kept doing the same thing, and it was, it just wasn't happening at all. And if it was like, if, if Plan A doesn't work, reinforce Plan A. Do you know what I mean? It's not, not, not inspired by Arthur Smith, like you say, in any way, shape, or form at the moment. I just don't see it for myself. But um, I mean, what do you, Smith? You'll see these more than me in Conwell. What What do you want them to run? What Where do you want? What do you want them to play? Do you want them to be a zone team? Do you want them to be? Do you want them to be a man running scheme? I mean, what 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 can they do? What can that O line do to to make it easier for Bijan? Or are we just? I mean, on the plus side, you can say that they did target um, they did target Kyle Pitts far more than I've seen them anyway, and uh, it, um, it it's obviously gonna. If they carry on in that vein, it is it is going to open some stuff for them. But also, you know, what 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 is it going to do? What is it worth it? Is it not worth it? What what do you want to see them doing to to get to make them an actual viable offense in the league? Honestly, I I think the the best thing they can do is literally just run the ball through the middle and have a healthy rotation between Robinson and Alger. Maybe, you know, Patterson when he gets back healthy and just keep running. Like, it might only get him three to four yards each play, but at least then we'll be getting first downs. Go on, mate. Go. What would you like to see him do? I just don't think Riz is the choice, is he? They need to be a bit... He's not bad as a runner. I mean, he's not the fastest. But if you, you need to play that, the stretch, the, the play-action rollouts, like get the floods going to one side and all that. Just make it easy for him and just yeah, you're just gonna have to play a bit like that just to try and get somewhere. I think exa- I'm not asking him to do complicated stuff. He can't. He obviously can't do it. Do you think that that's what? I mean, when you look at it again, we talk. We sort of the mir- we mirror. We see the, the mirror between the two teams. Do you think that's what they've got Goff doing? It's all. It's not. It's not overly. It's not overly compli- complex moves, is it? It's you know one underneath, one over the top, or crosses, and you know it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not the Chiefs. They're not the Chiefs at all, but they are definitely a serviceable offense, right? Yeah, it's gonna be interesting um, when they get Jameson Williams back. Something like what, what was it last year? Like one catch on nine targets. It's like a forty-five yard touchdown. It'll be interesting to see how much the Lions use him and how much. It helps go out. Focus a little bit on the defensive side again, um, and talk about what it is that we want to do, what it is that they want to do, what that we want. Excuse me, bloody hell. 
what it is that we want them to do to make them better and more viable and all that. Um, I'm going to go to you first, Con. What? What? I mean, they can't really can't really criticise the Lions' defense too much, considering you know it, it's improving all the time. Um, like you say, picking up them sacks and holding a team to such a low score in the NFL is impressive in itself. Um, but what do we want to see? What do you think that we can get the 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 Falcons' defense to do more of? What 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 would improve them? Just in in a basic term, they just they just need some pressure. Maybe they have to blitz more. I don't know. I know Ellis had a sack into and he blitzed him through the middle. Just like there's just no pressure whatsoever. Goff had all time for the most part all day. But like they've got they've got really good players for the secondary and stuff. It's just that they can't cover all day. Like Clayus Campbell's like. I paid him some money, but he's like 40, well, 40, but he's up there, isn't he? Deep season in the league, but he's yeah. still class, mate. I mean, I didn't want him to leave Baltimore. Oh, yeah, he's he's really good against the run. Um, I think like that's one of the things, like, when they played the base 3-4, I think they were really good with the three D linemen on there. It's when the D Lions got them out of it by passing so much, that's when they started to struggle. Yeah. I think, you know, I think as well, for both teams, if you're gonna run this much, I just feel like you should spread the defense out as much as you can. Oh yeah. The, the Falcons is so compact. Like they just like so many fullbacks, tight ends, like and the amount of times I've seen like a fullback or a tight end blocking Hutchinson. Or just as if like, obviously the play's going the other way because it's not like a and then you just run them down because they just they'd let him off the block straight away and you just run it down anyway, tackle him from behind. Like, I understand it's part of the run game, but sometimes you've got to be like, got to make some adjustments in game and try and slow him down a bit. It doesn't help that the Falcons' deep threat is Cal Pitts because no one else is that actually that fast. Not great, is it? No, it's uh, it's not the best. Um, Smith, where are you on this one? Come on. Oh yeah, honestly, like the amount of years we've been, like the Falcons have been last in. Like team sacks, I'm pretty sure the year that TJ Watt got the record, he what was it, 22.5 sacks in the season, something like that. The Falcons as a team recorded 18 sacks. I know we've improved on the line and everything since then, but it, it's still not enough. We're not putting on enough pressure. Um, and I feel like sometimes when we do put on pressure, we're bringing the cornerbacks all the way down. And for some reason, we're not filling the gaps that they've left open. And then it just leaves it open for a passing play, a quick passing play. I mean, that's a good point, mate. But the Lions didn't even take advantage of quick passing, did they? <laughs> like, they yeah, I know, I know. But I, do you know what, for me, guys, right? I, if if I was, if I'm the Falcons and I'm the DC, I'm blitzing and I'm calling man coverage and I'm making people take quick throws. Do you know what I mean? I'm making people throw mm. one-on-ones. And testing people, um, you know, we send off praises, but you know he is prone to a pick. And I think that in that division, when you've got oh the QBs that you face in that division for the Falcons, I think that they can get some turnovers, right? Car Baker, Bryce Young, yeah, it's not exactly the most accurate. No, that's what I'm saying. Like for for a team, you've you've got to know who you're playing. And I'm not I'm not far be it from me to suggest where our team should play, but in my opinion. 
play some man coverage because, like you're talking about, they've got the DBs right. So play some play some man coverage and get yeah. after it. And go make go make them make. I thought them. the Bud Dupree signing was going to be really good from, but he's not really not really done much, has he? I mean, he's coming off a bad injury. I thought they finally got they finally got an actual edge rusher. Well, it's not 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 three weeks in they've not yet. Yeah, we'll give it. I don't know what if we're saying that if we're saying that we're talking about um, defensive MVP for the for them for the for the Falcons. Who are we talking about here? I mean, my my brain like during the match was instantly thinking of who you mentioned before, Caden Ellis, because he was just he was everywhere. Yeah, so that's who I am as well. With you saying, you know, how well Laporta did. He was always there, like, in front of Laporta. Uh, you know, there was a fucking open one where Laporta's good, but still, uh, most of the time it was a good, a good like, 1v1 with them two in each other's faces. So, yeah, he, he'd be my choice. So the difference... So for me, right, the difference between Ellis and Bates... I would say Jesse Bates... Jesse Bates had six solo tackles. Ellis had five. And they both had five assisted, probably together, both of them, because they were the only two doing a bit. And uh, so that's combined 11 for Bates and 10 for Ellis. One TFL for Ellis and one pick um, from Jesse Bates and a pass defended. So it's it, it's one or the other. Personally, I go with Jesse Bates, but I'm... I was really impressed with Caden Ellis. How many years in the league is he? I think, it's, I think so. I think he played four years. Yeah, four, four years, years at the Saints, and then this is his first year at the Falcons. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Four, five, four years at the Saints. Yeah. Um, so for me, I, I would go with Jesse Bates. I, I'm not unhappy with that because I thought he was one of the he was the other standout performer in the defense, and obviously, like against the run, you got you got Calais Campbell, and you know they, they did fine against the run in the middle. Um, yeah, so I, I, I'm happy to go with that, guys. Unless I can I can't sway you over to Jesse Bates with those stats. I think I, I can remember from the eye test with Jesse Bates was he gave away that he got done for that um, illegal contact in the red zone, and then I think oh, did the line score from it straight away. So it was like third or fourth down, the bad one. That's that's the only the only thing I can remember from that from Bates. So I'm gonna stick with Ellis, I think. He didn't want to go sack. Like, he was, he was, it was a bit um, down to how the game went. Like he started really well and then faded. Obviously, when they were passing more, a bit like um, only for the Lions. He started really well and then once they realised they were chucking it around a bit, he faded a bit. Smith, you've got the casting vote here. Are you sticking with your original pick? I think he's dropped. I think we'll just have to say he's staying with it. Yeah, I think he's. I think he says he's just going to have to stay with Ellis. So. We'll stay with Ellis. Oh, okay. Hang on, let me get let me get the Lions up. Oh, it's obvious this one as well, isn't it? I, I can't be overruled. Brian yeah, Branch. Brian Branch. Brian Branch, you oh, unbelievable, isn't it? It's like 11 tackles. I'm saying they were complaining about how slow he was. and 11 tackles, three tackles for loss. Three tackles for loss. Um, and he's the only, he's pretty much the only guy on that team without a sack. Um, I thought Trayvon Walker played yeah. all right. Yeah, I think my other one, apart from Branch, was Anzalone. Just because he started so well, but by as he faded, Brian Branch came into it, and Branch was there for like three quarters. So yeah, what about uh, Jacobs? And he did it against the pass as well, like did yeah, both he did. ways. Yeah. I say, what about Jacobs, man? Like seven, 
Yeah, he's a good couple stops, isn't he? Yeah, seven tackles. It's plus seven combined. Yeah, and Hutch is Hutch. If you you could just watch Hutchinson all day, you won't get bored. He just never stops, does he? Really good. Yeah, two sacks for twenty-two yards as well. They're big sacks. Yeah. I don't. I don't think that um, I can can go. I can't really complain too much about that. Um, I mean, if are, are we agreeing on that one? By the way, Brian Branch. Yeah, we'll stick with Branch. Yeah, it was it was the obvious one, wasn't it? He said. I think so. What? Um, so what does that leave? That, that's not much of a conversation, there, is it? <laughs> um, any... It wasn't. It was just unanimous. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, let's go on to our sleepers then. So let's do, uh, we'll do the lion sleeper first because hopefully Smith, oh shit, hopefully Smith will, um, will get back in time yeah. uh, to talk about his own team um, in the sense of a sleeper. We'll see, we'll see, we'll see. Right, so where are you, where are you going with this one, mate? Where, where do you think? Lions. Oh, just. I don't know. I can't really have a sweeper for Jameson Williams because, I mean, everyone knows of him. Obviously, he's only had one catch in the league. He's only, he's only out for three more games. Uh, I think I think Gibbs, I think they're just like, it's kind of like a, a mini breakout. What was he, like 19 for 80-something yards? He finally got the lead with Montgomery out. Um, there, was just, there wasn't just no big explosive. Nothing explosive was there, but I think he reminds me a bit like Pacheco, but he's he's like half the size of him. He's running style, he tries to run people over, and it's just he's a bit nuts. Yeah, but I think I think once they finally figure out what he can, what he's really really good at, like he's going to be so good. Yeah, like you say, the way he initiates contact um, is really impressive. You know, I think that the fact that he, he just wants to run, yeah, like wants you said, to run people over. It's, no, it's not a bad trait to have in a back like that, is it? It's there's there's all, I'm all for avoiding the contact, but at times you've just got to go and do a bit, and he and he really wants to do a bit by the looks of it. So I can't, um, and I'm, I, but he, but again, he was like a very high. What what pick was he? Thirteenth summit in the draft. Yeah, it was. Yeah, so he, everyone knows about him. Yeah, they? I'm not gonna. I'm I I couldn't because of that factor is why I would not go with that if if you know what I mean but what I probably would go with yeah. um, is probably Raymond I thought Raymond was open yeah. all the time I thought that he was he was such a good number two I mean he was a number three realistically on the day but as a wide receiver too um, in an offence that that you know it wasn't struggling, but it wasn't spectacular either. And it was like you say, it's in it's in development and transition. I thought Khalif Raymond was just was just, was just a great part of it, you know. Or am I just mad? Yeah, and they seem they seem to run a jet sweep to him every game. Yeah, and it it always works. Like they they never figure it out, even though he does one a game. It's just this thing, isn't it? Yeah, and you know I I think he, being being open is a skill in itself. It really is. It's um, it, it's worth its weight in gold just being able to get open, isn't it? I just, I, I don't know. Maybe the, I, yeah, what, what more, what? It's gonna be interesting how all shakes out when Williams is back. Yeah, that, yeah, they're, they're just such an interesting team. They're just like Josh Reynolds and 
Yeah, we've yeah. talked about it. Like, oh, listen, I love Josh Reynolds. Last year, he did me so good in fantasy coming in. And I just, you know, I just, I just feel like he's he's there. You know, he could, he could be the guy. He could, he could, he could do something. Because, you know, he's another one who just seems to be open a lot. And maybe it's the the beautiful play action and maybe they're all, it's all schemed up perfectly all the time. Or maybe these receivers are just... Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm sort of on the fence of which... It's a bit Chiefs-like, isn't it, where they have, they have a bit of a focal point with Amon Ra, and then they just spread it around with everyone else. Yeah. It's quite hard to key in on people. Yeah, and they've probably got a better run game than the Chiefs. Um, yeah. So, you know, he's... It's hard to say. I mean, Jared Goff gets got so much stick in LA, but he took him to a Super Bowl, you know. So I, I, I kind of don't. I'm sort of. I've never been in. I've never been one on on the hate Goff train. I, I, I like what he does, and I, and I just think that. I don't know. I just I just I just think that they get a lot of stick for for no bloody reason. Uh, yeah. Well, they've basically had a top five offense the last two years, so. Yeah. Can't really be giving him stick. No, he's, he's, it's like everyone refers to like the Cousins scale. But like, I think Cousins is above the Cousins scale now. And I think Goff's above it now as well. Oh. Especially with like some of the other QBs in the league. They're just really consistent. Like obviously, he had that record Goff where he, he threw a pick last week. Well, it was like oh, however many completions without a pick. and That's a different conversation. Just very underrated. Yeah, yeah, I, I think so. I, I think he's proving he's he's obviously Dan Campbell's obviously a great man manager. He's put his arm around him and said, you know, like you know, you're the guy. Let me let let let's go. Let's go work, and it's worked for him. You know, it really has. So, and uh, I, I I think they can do well. But I, for me, I, if you want to go with Gibbs, I understand. But I, my um, my sleeper, you can have your own sleeper. Obviously, my sleeper's Khalif Raymond on this one. Um, I think that he'll do. He'll do. He might do well this year. Um, yeah, unless I can. Can I not tempt you on it? Is it sleepers for Falcons? Yeah, let's do it. Sleepers for Falcons. What are you saying? What? What's? Um, where? Where? Where do you want to go with this one? I just. I know. I can't. I can't say it as my sleeper, but I. I wish they'd just chuck the ball to Drake London a bit more. It'd make me feel a bit better. It's obviously not a sleeper, but. Yeah, I was saying, do you not think Matt Collins is a sleeper? Because yeah, he did a few catches in the Packers game, and then this one, yeah, he's only got one actual reception out of four targets, but the one reception was for twenty-three yards. Oh, it just depends. Like, there's so many miles to feed if you're actually going to pass it. Mm. The, like, with the with the limited passes that you actually do have, like, I think. Like, I mean, he was really good last year. Oh, Matt I love Matt Collins last year. So I thought uh, in in free agency, I was like, oh, that's a really good pickup. Look good in preseason. Well, it's just like you you throw in like twenty passes a game or whatever it is. It's just a bit. I'm excited to see what what like, the wild stuff that Arthur Smith is going to pull out when he get when he actually gets Cordaro back, and he's going to have him and Algier and Bijan all on the pitch at the same time. Right. They're all motioning from receivers and all that. Fucking flex mode. It's just going to be crazy. Flex mode offense. Yeah. I, 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 Everybody lines up everywhere. I um, I don't, like I like Matt Collins, mate, and I thought that you, you might have been you might have been in business if if Desmond Ritter hadn't missed Matt Collins by about four miles on that beat on that deep ball. Uh, <laughs> like fucking, Des, he, he didn't even look back, did he? Because he, did he? Do you think Matt Collins even knew it wasn't going to go that way? He wasn't going to go that far, or do you think it was just terrible because they were all on go routes, weren't they? 
all fucking four verts and then just threw it 20 yards behind him. What the fuck? Anyway, anyway, so we touched on Smith. I don't know if you heard us. We touched on uh, our sleepers for the Lions. I said Khalif Raymond. Connor went with Jameer Gibbs, which I think is a little on the nose considering he was a high draft pick. But, you know, Connor. Yeah, I'm not going to. I'd agree with you on, on Raymond for that one because uh, to me, it felt like he came out of nowhere and put up these impressive yards. And I. I no, you were talking about uh, Josh Reynolds before. Like he had no production this week. I, th- I think he said he had a groin injury or something. That's why he wasn't targeted yeah, so much. Yeah. So yeah, like where I would usually see him getting these sort of numbers, Raymond was there instead, and obviously he's put up some decent numbers this week. It, you know, can be uh, helping him progress in the future towards a, a more solid starting position. Yeah. Um, I mean, four catches. So yeah, I would agree with him. But four catches for fifty-five yards, averaging thirteen point eight per catch. No, that's bet. That was his average reception was above St. Brown, uh, above Amon Ra St. Brown and Laporta on the day. So you know, I, I felt like he was he was doing a bit. Yeah. So you know, fuck off, Khan. Like it's. it's okay. Kind of... Fair. That's fair. Uh, it was just because I wanted I wanted James Williams, but I don't think I could go for him either. So I don't know about Cully for him and X Giant and all that. But another one with that. What we doing? What what we calling with? What we calling? Sleeper? Falcons. The Falcons, bless them. Um, I mean, I technically pick... after this week, I think you could call them all sleepers because they didn't <laughs> fucking turn up. Um, yeah. I want to pick. I wanted to pick Troy Anderson, the middle linebacker. Yeah. Caden well. but he's had he's had two. He's had he's already had one concussion, and now he's injured again, and he might be out for the season. So it's not really a sleeper if he's not playing again. I'm gonna have to pick someone else now. I, I was all right until I seen that before. I might be missing <laughs> the season. Right, thanks for that. So what are you going with, Ben? Can you told us who you're not going with? I'm, I'm gonna. I, I don't know what his name is. That's the problem. Is the is the edge rusher, and it begins with E. A B T K or something. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Arnold, a yeah. right, They're gonna have to get some pass rushing somewhere and playing against playing opposite Bud Dupree. I'm hoping that I'd hope that Bud Dupree actually woke up a bit and then um, leaves leaves him free on the other side. Hopefully, he figures it out. So, yeah, second year isn't it for him. Yeah. I think I think that's I think that's my sweeper. I know they've got a couple of other edge rushers, but. He's an actual draft pick from the like from the from the gym who's there now. So well, I'm gonna go with if anyone's gonna do it, it'll be him. I, I'm gonna go with uh, Ellis on this one. Um, I felt like you know relative obscurity for four years in uh, fucking Nola in New Orleans, um, and then that is gonna be a prominent role if he's gonna play like that every week. That's that's gonna be someone who if you're on. If you're in a if you're in a fantasy league that's got some defense points to it, that's probably going to be your one, isn't it? Um, on the cheap uh, for me, so I'm I'm going to go there with that. So Smith, you've got the casting vote, bro. Where are you going with it? I mean, uh, I would I would agree with you know Ellis. He 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 was everywhere, and if he's going to play like that every single week, he's going to be a standout figure for the rest of the season. Um, as much as uh, Arnold can't pronounce last name. Was you know there a lot? His actual numbers weren't great, so I would go with you know Ellis over 
over this. Ah, so fuck you again, Baldis. Um, <laughs> oh. Right. Um, so we're on final thoughts. Uh, let's do. Let's finish on the Lions. Make, give us your final thoughts on the Lions before we wrap this up. I, I think they're you know they're a good team. They they like that underdog team that even if you're not a support supporter, you still support them. And I think they're improving on both sides of the ball. Last season they were amazing just on the run. I think they're still pretty decent on the run, but they're improved massively in the past game. I think they're going to have a, a really good year. I need to look at their actual full season to see what... I reckon they're at least getting, what, nine wins? Yeah, nine to ten. Just, yeah, they're the definitely division, having a good season. Will bump up their numbers. Yeah, definitely. Do you think they'll lose any in the division? Yeah. The Minnesota Minnesota can score points on anyone. Yeah. And uh, we see with Green Bay, they, they just had a wild fourth quarter. They can put up points. It's just that all the defenses are a bit shambolic. Yeah, it's a trash defensive division. Yeah. That it is, especially with the players the Packers have got. Their defense should be so much better than it is. But yeah, I reckon definitely winning the season. And I, I think you know, uh, I think they, they'll take this division and be a playoff team. Um, final thoughts on on. Uh... I think Lions. I think. Um... I think they win the division. I think it's going to depend on how well they get Jameson Williams going. I think if he starts playing like better than Chart did from last year, I think they might actually win a playoff game as well. It depends on how uh, how good he reintegrates himself. If he's going to start betting on stuff in the whole time, uh, um, his own team. Yeah, I uh, so Matt, for me. Um... Lions are a playoff caliber team. I think that Jared Goff, Jared Goff is doing Jared Goff things. Um, he will be serviceable. Vamanra, Laporta, that run game. Um, the defense is improving, definitely massively improved this week. Uh, for me, the Falcon. Uh, the uh, we'll, we'll see who they drew in the playoffs. Um, the NFC is not the greatest. T- is the greatest side of of the league. Um, oh yeah, so a team that can actually stop people scoring is going to stand out for me. Um, so yeah, I think they'll be. You know, the can I think of, I can't think of too many teams better than them in the NFC. Um, you know, Dallas even took that that hammering yesterday, uh, which was completely uncalled for, <laughs> uh, which is weird to get battered by the cards. But anyway. Yeah, that's another, that's another episode, isn't it? <laughs> but yeah, that's my final thoughts on them. Um, I'm going to go straight on to the Falcons. And if they get out of this division uh, and into the playoffs, it will be a fucking miracle. Um, they, are not, they are not good. It's amplified by the quarterback and the, and the play calling. I, don't, I feel pretty tight. I don't want to put it all on Desmond Ritter because... You know, it's you can you can only be as good as you are. Um, I don't think he's making bad decisions all the time, but they turn the ball over. Um, they're a very well drilled team. I'll say that they give sod all the way penalty. Why don't they only give four? Which is impressive. Um, but yeah, so I I do. I think they're a well drilled, well organized outfit. But at the same time, 
they are not a good football team, in my opinion, and the play calling is the main factor for that because I do think we've got pieces. Oh, we're going to Falcons. Yeah, I'm not sure they get the the playoffs as weak as the NFC no. is. I just think their division is just going to be wild this year. With like, like the Saints have been really good, but I just I don't know who's going to come out of that division. Really, the Bucks have been weirdly good. I never expected them to be. Yeah, Tampa, Tampa Bay are the most surprising ones to me, and yeah. like if they play how they've been playing, they I feel like they could take it. They're in, I think they're in good stead. I just don't know. It's going to be an interesting year. What 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 ownership goes with after this year with Ridder and Arthur Smith? It's going to be it's going to be an in, interesting conversation. But I think they'll get seven, eight wins, maybe. Don't think that'll be enough for um, playoffs. I just don't. I don't. I don't think. It, I think they get embarrassed if they did get there. So it's probably better that they don't. And also, it doesn't help with draft picks. Mm. You don't want to be picking in the twenties. Because no. you win. Because you win a shit division. I'm. I'm feeling like same area of you. Like seven, eight wins. Just, just under a winning season. But like past two seasons have been seven and ten. And I feel like they're playing better than last season. Weirdly. But yeah. and they also have one of the easiest schedules as well. So you might maybe need an eight just to say that Arthur Smith's upgraded. Yeah, yeah. Better. I mean, to to <laughs> me, when they got rid of Matt Ryan, who was supposed to be their fucking franchise quarterback, and then still stayed seven and ten, I just thought it just showed how shit Matt Ryan was that Desmond Ritter and uh, Marcus Mariota could keep us at that level. Oh God, Marcus Mariota! Right. Yeah, I'm expecting seven, ten, eight, and nine. Let's just just one final thing here, guys, on the Falcons, and we'll finish this off. I don't want to drop. I don't want to drop this bomb, and I don't want to keep everyone on all the time. However, right? Would you start Taylor Heineke? I think you've got to see what you've got. You've got to let him go. Total. I just. I reckon if if Jacksonville ends up in like a, a quite decent loss like this one, where we didn't even score a single touchdown, it was just two kicks. Yeah, try Heineke against Houston, and then see how that goes. Um, it definitely stay in the the pocket a lot more, and probably get the ball off faster. Honestly, I mean, he probably would give him a better chance at the playoffs. Yeah, I don't know how he's going to be in a pure pure play action system like this, but he's a bit he's he's got to be more accurate than uh, than he was yesterday, as it was not. He had some easy throws, didn't he? And I think Heineke makes them. Yeah, that's what I think. Having sat watched that game, and then I realised that Heineke was on the bench. I'd forgotten about Taylor Heineke. I think he's so good. He took, you know, he almost beat the Bucks when Brady won the Super Bowl, right? They're that close. Um, I just think that Taylor Heineke is far, far better than Desmond Ritter, and. Uh, do you need more wins away from trying to get as many wins as possible, right? Okay. It depends if they want to make the decision on Ridder after four games, isn't it? I, don't know. I, I think has Ridder not made his own... I, I don't know, maybe that's me being cynical and overcritical on on him, but I would um, 100% be calling that, calling that now for, for, what, for what actually happened. Mate, I'll give you the final word on that. Take the Reineke or Desmond Ridder. Uh, yeah, like I said, I just see how this one one next next game goes, then try out uh, Heineke. I do think he might be a better quarterback as a quarterback. Yeah, I, I'm a sort of wait and see for the next week or so. Okay. 
guys, we've done a deep dive into the Lions and Falcons. Why we did that, God only knows, but we did it. Um, uh, we, we went through everything with a fine-tooth comb, and that's what we came out with. Lions are good. The Falcons, for some reason, are pretty trash. Uh, we hope to see some improvement. and we're, I'm, I'm saying it on here now that we're calling that Heineke should come in uh, and will make a difference to this offence, which, which is a bit of a strange state of affairs. Anyway, um, thank you very much for tuning in to the Inside Zone podcast. Um, you've been listening to me, James Iam, your co- co-host Connor Taunton, and also uh, producer Smith is in the house. Thanks very much. We'll see you again. Cheers. Bye-bye.